Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of What is the Point? We've been in this series called Contagious Conversations and we're actually going to be wrapping it up today. We've been talking to young adults who have been navigating life during the coronavirus and as we transition out of this series, we're going to be talking to one of my good friends uh, who has gone through a big transition in the last year. And we just think this will be a helpful conversation to have for those that are transitioning out of college or they're transitioning to an end of a season, or maybe they've recently lost their job or got a new job or things just look a little bit different with your routine. We are going to be talking uh, to Derek Johns today. We call him DJ for short. Derek, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good, man. I didn't know you called me DJ. Do you do that behind my back? <laughs> well, uh, I don't really, but I thought it was fitting for today. Oh, okay. All right. We'll go with it. I felt like that was like that was like the, the cool way to introduce you. I feel like Derek Johns was just like kind of leaving it flat. I had to kind of hype it up. So I uh, hope you like it. Yeah, I really tried to grab hold of that, but uh, it never really like it never really <laughs> took. You know, nobody. I really wanted to get that, make that a thing. Well, maybe uh, maybe if you pick up some headphones and um, you start DJing uh, little parties or whatnot, maybe people will start calling you that. I could hook up with that guy named Khaled, right? <laughs> DJ Khaled, yeah, I love it. Well, a uh, little icebreaker for you. I just want to know what's going on uh, in your world. What what song have you been listening to recently that you absolutely love? Man, good question. I have been like addicted to Spotify lately in my alone time and in my uh, my quarantining time at home. But uh, I've been stuck the last two weeks on the uh, Journey Greatest Hits album. You know what I'm talking about? I think I know like one song from that album. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. You got like Don't Stop Believing, which is the one that everybody knows, of course, right? Of course. But there's so many other amazing songs on there that just don't even get don't even get the, you know, what they deserve. So what's the what's the number 2 journey song? I mean, of course, Don't Stop Believing. What's what's the second go-to on that album? I think Wheel in the Sky is pretty good. Wheel in the Sky, you've got Lights. You want me to sing it for you? Or? Yeah, I was going to ask. Can you sing a little bit of Wheel in the Sky? You can, you can ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I might get a no. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, you might. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'll have to listen to that when we get off. Um, Wheel in the Sky. And what was the other one? Lights. Lights. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Well, I love it. That's that's good. That's helpful. I always love finding new music. And I think that's been something that's been like really brought me a lot of joy over the last two months is like on Fridays when my Spotify releases new music on the release radar, I get so excited and I'm just glad people are still releasing songs. And like Luke Combs came out with a new one called six feet apart. And I've loved that song. So it's been a a little joy for me to listen to new music. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. It's like Christmas every Friday, right? Absolutely. I, a new song, um, man does me wonders. Well, for those who are, are listening in and, and maybe don't know the famous DJ Derek Johns, give them a little backstory of, of who you are and what you're doing now. 
Yeah, totally. So I actually used to go to the point, I went there for a couple of years. I, I had the opportunity to, to see it grow into the amazing life-giving thing that it is today. Last September, I ended up actually having the opportunity to move from Springfield, Missouri, where I went to college and uh, I lived for, for like seven years and I moved across the country to Providence, Rhode Island. So uh, broadcasting live from Providence here today. Wow, that's incredible. And and what is there to do in Providence, Rhode Island? Uh, right now, not much, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's, I mean, it's right here on the ocean. Um, it's not actually an island, contrary to popular belief. Um, they, you can get some lobster. You can um, honk your horn while driving. Uh, that's socially acceptable. And um, there are many, many, many coffee places, little coffee joints tucked in different different spots. This is home uh, to Brown University, so it's very like a college town. It's a lot like Springfield. That's awesome. Well, I'm excited, I know, to come and visit you, and hopefully I'll get to do that before the end of the year. And uh, I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I'm actually excited to talk to you today just about – uh, the last year for you and what that's looked like. I mean, you've, you've definitely had a lot of transition in your life. I mean, new job, city, routine, relationships maybe even look different. And for me, I know I'm coming up on a big transition as well, similar to that. And, and I know there's probably a lot of young adults listening in who are transitioning through something right now. And so I would just love to hear from you what that transition has looked like and maybe some of the the joys or struggles that, that you've had in the past year going through that. Yeah, totally. I think, I think this transition has really touched so many different parts of my life. You know, I think I've told you a couple different times that if you would have told me even a year ago, you know, a year ago that I would be living in Rhode Island, I probably would have laughed, you know, um, and that I'd be, you know, where I am and, and doing some of the things that I am on a daily basis. It's just been such a crazy transition. And I would say that it's touched so many different areas from a church community standpoint, from, you know, finding new friends while trying, trying to uh, maintain older, older friendships and relationships. It's, it's changed my, my relationship with my family, even being away from my family and what that looks like and different expectations that come with that. And it's just, you know, it, it definitely has, has altered big, big things. And then there are also things that I thought would change drastically that haven't um, really been affected nearly as much as I thought. Yeah, I can imagine how crazy that change has been. I mean, the good and the bad and, and all of that. And uh, I guess like if you looked back eight, eight you know, months ago, like what have you learned? Or like what would you tell yourself at the beginning of that transition that you now know? Man, oof, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I would say, I would say, and this is going to sound cliche, but I mean, just just trusting trusting God in, in some of those moments a little bit more. Because looking back, I, I I don't think you know I, I see it and I'm like, oh look at look at how He brought me through. But I also see myself in those moments where I was just a mess, just wrecked. And, and it's easy to be like, oh, well, I just trusted in God and got here. But there was I was I did not in a lot of times. You know, there were times where I was just anxious as could be, and I let those doubts creep in, let some of those lies creep into my life, and. If I could go back to that person, I'd say, you know, when you're looking back, what kind of what kind of person do you want to see? You know, what kind of uh, experience do you wish to have? Because you got to go through these times either way, right? But you're going to be able able to go through these times, um, knowing that you know you were faithful, that you that you grew closer to God, or you're going to go through these times knowing that that God had you both, you know, either ways. But you didn't really trust Him in that He had to show you first, you know. Yeah, 
Well, and I got to imagine that like going into that, you like were probably really excited about all of the change and like these new things that you were going to experience and like the growth and the learning that came with that. But then also at the same time, there's probably an equal amount of like fear and anxiety and of like, oh my gosh, I don't know really what's going to happen. And so like, how did you balance that, you know, the, the, the really good parts and the bad parts? Like, did you, was there anything that kind of helped you stay constant in all of the change? Yeah, that's a great question. I think uh, there's, when you have big life changes, things like moving across the country and taking on new jobs and different things like that, uh, you it can really like jar you out of your routine, right? And a routine has so much influence on what we do, the way that we think, the things that we allow into our lives every day. And I think that my my routine was just jacked during that time. And I, I can remember a specific instance, you know, two weeks uh, after moving up here, you know, I'm laying on my air mattress in my apartment, you know, because I hadn't like decorated anything yet. Uh, and I'm laying there on like a Saturday and I've had like a couple of weeks of, of this like new job under my belt. And it just like life just hit me like a ton of bricks, man. And just laying there and realizing like, what did I do? Oh my gosh, I made the wrong choice. I've done this whole thing. Now I'm stuck here where I can go back and everybody's going to think that I'm a failure. Oh, no. just like, yeah, exactly. And, and I think that just so there was so much um, strength that I found in just some of my conversations with my friends at the time that just continuously pointed me back to Jesus and pointed me back to the fact that like, if you fail, that's okay, but you're not going to fail because you're doubting yourself, you know, because you're going to, you know, tuck your, tuck your tail between your legs and come back. I mean, give it a real shot, give it a try. And then if it doesn't work, you know, then come back and that's okay. And we're going to accept you with open arms and knowing that I had that room to fail and knowing that, that I had a place to put my, uh, to put my faith in and, and, you know, constantly instead of my fears and my doubts and put it back into the hope and the, and the strength that I found in my faith that made all the difference. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like your, um, your, like having the solid relationships in your life kind of like reminded you of like your purpose in this new season for you and really like helped point you back to what is most important and that by stepping out and, and making this change and going out there, like you're, you can honor God in doing that. And he's with you the whole time. Like they're there supporting and helping you kind of redirect your focus when you kind of get off track. Or like you said, like that fear and anxiety starts kicking back in. Cause I can imagine moving somewhere and being like two weeks in and you don't know anyone in the city. You just started a new job. You're, you're, you're literally sleeping on a bed mm -hmm. of bricks. So I don't know if it's the bed that, that gave you the bricks or the, you know, the situation, but, um, you know, <laughs> and you're like, what am I doing? Like, why am I here? Um, and, and it kind of like just redirecting that, like, Oh God brought me here for a reason. And like, God is in this decision and he will be with me whether I stay for five years or I decide to move back in a year. So I think that's really, really, really great. Um, and, and I would love to know how has your like faith been stretched or grown during this time? I think even with the choice of coming up here and, and moving here, there was so many conversations, right? You know, do I go, do I not go? What's the right choice? You know, I had, a, I had honestly had some fears of myself that I was being, you know, is it selfish ambition that I'm choosing to come up here? I mean, is it because I'll be, be able to make more money? Is it because I'll, you know, be seen as something that I'm, you know, that I want to be seen as. And then at the same time, it's like, well, is it the right thing to stay here? I mean, am I going to look back and regret that? You know, and it almost felt like I had to choose like the right choice and the wrong choice. And I had this amazing friend who, you know, I was talking to, I was talking through that with, and, and she looked at me and she said, you know, you're looking at this as though there's, you know, there's a choice that God wants you to make and a choice that God doesn't want you to make. And, and what if God doesn't care? And she said, what if God 
can be in either of those choices if you allow him to be, if you just give him room and give him space to be there. And I think that that was just this crazy change in my mind of, uh, of just like, okay, it doesn't matter where I am. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I allow God in that, even if I feel like I made a mistake, even if I did make a mistake and, you know, maybe make the wrong choice in my own mind, if I'm allowing God in that, then it's not the wrong choice. And he can work with that for his good. That's so true. I've, I've fallen victim to that same thing where I've had like multiple um, options that were like really good in front of me. And I was like trying to overthink it and, and decide, okay, well, which option is going to be best? Which option is God, God going to be in? But what if he, what if he's in all of them? What if they're all great decisions? What if they're all going to help me grow in my faith? And, and what if they're all going to be God glorifying if I allow him to be in it? And I think that's what you're saying, because I, I, we can get so caught up when there's multiple good decisions of like, okay, well, how do I decide? They're both good. And, and it feels like you're, you know, when you're deciding, you're having to like literally shoot the other one down and you're like, well, well, I don't know. Like, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like if God's in this or if it's going to work out or if this is the thing I should do. And I feel like that comes with every big life decision and every big transition. Would you, would you say that's true? I would agree. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's times in, in life where you're going to be back there again and again. And, and there are clearly wrong decisions, right? Like, like going to Long John Silver's is a clearly wrong decision. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, or 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 Dunkin' Donuts, right? Hey, easy, easy. No, I had to say that because I know you love Dunkin'. Those are fighting words, man. But <laughs> but I think I think throughout your life, I mean, it's gonna it comes again and again. And just thinking as though like thinking as though like I'm gonna make this choice, and then like maybe God will be in it with me. And then if if I don't feel God in it with me, then I'm gonna make you know then I'm gonna like run back. Like maybe not. Maybe you make that choice with you know you pray about it. And if you don't feel particularly like pushed in one direction or the other, like you just go into it just completely um, resolved to allow God to be in every decision in every moment um, in your thoughts throughout that and just and just trusting that he's going to lead you in that. Yeah, that's so good. And sometimes to get more clear, you have to take a couple steps forward mm-hmm. um, to get that clarity. It's like we want all the, all the answers up front and then we'll take our first step. Mm-hmm. But in reality, by taking steps, the path becomes more clear. So I think we can so easily forget that. How, how, I'm curious, how do things look different now than what you maybe expected or planned for looking back? I mean, you said you never would have thought you would be in, in, in Providence. And now look, here you are in Providence, uh, you know, working for um, a big company up there and, and being stretched in a completely different way. So what did you think things were going to look like? Man, I, it was one of those moments where you know, you have that feeling, right? And I don't know, I'm, I think maybe other people feel this in the careers. Maybe it's just me where you feel like maybe they don't know like what I actually know, but they're giving me this opportunity and I'm totally not qualified for it. You know, it's like if they if they had any idea like how, how not qualified I was for this, there's no way they'd offer me this, you know? And so in one way, work has just grown me, had grown me so much, you know, and going into this and being like, oh, I can't do that. Like, oh, okay. You know, like I would have never thought that I would be able to like, like navigate that, but yeah, no problem. And, and sometimes just like you said, like taking a couple steps forward and, and building confidence in certain ways has helped me grow a lot in my career. But I think a huge area um, that I was worried about going into this transition, I know that there's going to be people um, transitioning out of college here in a couple weeks, in a few weeks, and maybe, you know, looking at jobs in different markets, uh, you know, it, maybe in different states, um, away from their family, away from their friends. I had this huge fear that my friendships that I've taken so long to build that, you know, the things that, that essentially ch- you know, uh, changed my life, the people that led me to Christ um, when I was at North Point, you know, transitioning 
um, out of there, I was just terribly afraid that like things were going to change. Everything's going to change. Um, and you know, like, yeah, at first we'll talk a lot and then we'll grow apart. And I can tell you, I've been here eight months and in some of my relationships uh, and my friendships have just grown in a crazy way. Um, grown even better than they were when I was there in person and, and having to like really try and really, uh, try to cultivate and maintain those relationships has been difficult, but also very rewarding. And seeing our friends show up uh, for me in ways that I would have never expected and being able to be there for friends in ways that look a little differently than before. But, um, but ultimately it's, it's just such a crazy, um, a, a crazy thing to know that like they're still able to bless each other and love each other and maintain those friendships from such a distance. Um, even though we're in, you know, it's an entirely different world. It seems like sometimes. Yeah. And what you said there about like, Oh, I'm making a big change. And, I feel like, like what I expect is like, because I'm making this big change in my life, I'm basically saying bye to everything I'd ever done or believed in, or I'd had, you know, I had in my life beforehand. And that's a really scary thought mm -hmm. because that's like saying bye to like you as a, you know, everything you've done up to that point. But what you're saying is, is although there's a fear of that, like once you started moving in that direction and stepping into that, it, it only magnified some of your closest friendships and gave you clarity on what was actually most important and helped you grow in these different areas, which I think is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great, man. Well, has there been any verses or stories that you've been reading or scripture that's kind of like stuck out to you as you've navigated the last eight months or has there been something that's been helpful for you that you're like when you feel yourself maybe feeling that anxiety or stress of you know the change or just something that's kind of like help recentered you with jesus you know there actually has been different parts of scripture that i've carried with me probably through the the vast majority of this process i would say isaiah 43 is one where um it just speaks to me and it, it, it's it's basically god talking to to his people the israelites and and he talks about how, you know, he starts it off right at the beginning, like, do not fear. You know, I have redeemed you, I've summoned you by name, you're mine. You know, when you pass through the waters, I'm going to be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they're not going to come over you. Uh, when you walk through the fire, you're not going to be burned um, because I'm the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And just like reading those words and reading, this is how God feels about you, his person. You know, this is how he's chosen you and he's with you in these times of chaos. You know, he's with you when you go through these rivers and these fires, whatever those might be in your life. Uh, and, and in the messy, God's right there with you. And I love that he just starts it right off at the beginning. Um, you know, this is what God says. Don't do not fear. And like, I love that because we're so prone to like, that's the very first thing. And so many times in scripture, you see that, right? Don't be right. Afraid. <laughs> do not be afraid. Like, that's like. I, I heard a message one time that talked like that's angel 101, right? You know, an angel appears and somebody freaks out and they say, Hey, fear not. <laughs> exactly. Like, don't be afraid. God sent me, you know, and that's like, right. we're just so prone. Like our, our immediate reaction is, is fear so often. So I love that part. That's super helpful. Yeah. Cause that's like the first thing we'll do. Um, and we almost need that reminder, um, from God so many times of like, Hey, it's okay. Like, don't be scared. I am here with you through the valleys, through the mountaintops. And that's that's a really, really helpful and powerful verse that I'm gonna even put in my back pocket uh, as I have some transitioning coming up. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, I know you've been listening to 
it on like a, a an app where they like they like wrap it to yes. you or, or am i off on yeah that? no street lights have you ever checked that out i've heard of it but I, I don't have it downloaded so tell me a little bit more about why i should download it i mean i'm not getting royalties or anything but <laughs> i actually got on, a couple other people in my community uh put me on it i love it it's um it's almost like they don't have the entire Bible, but they have an audio Bible, and it's basically um, like uh, biblical chapters that have been, and sometimes entire books that have been put into. It's almost like spoken word poetry, and they put music to it, and they kind of do it like a rap to a rhythm and a beat. And I, I love it. It's fantastic. It's something you know when you there's times when you want to sit in quiet time and you want to read and you want to like mull over each word, and then there are times that you just need to like just get pumped and just filled with that. And I mean, it's like something I can listen to while I'm working out, something I can listen to when I'm in the car. You know, I listen to Luke, uh, I think it's 22 through 24 over Easter for the crucifixion story. And it's just uh, a very, very powerful way to, to share the word. And I, I actually, I'm a big fan. That's great. Well, that's really helpful for those of us who maybe have a hard time, you know, sitting down and, and, you know, reading through scripture. It's just another way to connect with God and to really, get some of that wisdom um, through a different medium. And especially if you like music, it sounds like it's like a perfect fit. So uh, I know, yeah, I know we're not getting any sponsorships quite yet, but uh, if you're a young adult out there and you want a new way to connect with God, t- check out Streetlight. But I would love to kind of end it today, Derek, on just w- any final thoughts that you would want to give. If you could tell young adults one thing right now who are going through transition, what would you want to tell them? I would just tell them, you got to trust that God is bigger than those things you're afraid of. You know, first Corinthians, it talks about how like the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. And like, even on a bad day, God's got this, you know, and God doesn't have bad days. And so I think you've just got to trust in that. You've got to trust that, that he's bigger than, you know, than the fear, bigger than your insecurity, bigger than uh, your feeling of inadequacy. And, and just really trust that he's in that with you. And think about what you would do in life if you really acted that way. If you made decisions based on total trust in God, like wow. whether I, you know, whether I make this or whether I don't, uh, it doesn't matter because the worst thing that can happen to me is I die and then I get to be with Jesus. Like the worst thing that could possibly happen to me. And I know that's kind of a morose way to think about it, but sometimes, you know, like, so, oh my gosh, if I do this, I might lose my job. Like, okay, well then what happens if you lose your job? Nothing. God still loves you. You know, you still have a relationship with Christ. You're still able to love the people around you. Like the, your world is not tied up in your job. Your world is not tied up in, you know, your self-worth is not tied up in even my friendships, even my relationships in my community, as much as I love those people. Um, you know, my worth, I'm worthy because God says I'm worthy because Jesus, you know, sacrificed himself for me. And so I would just um, always, always drive people back to that. That's great. Yeah. And it's just built, building your foundation on what really matters and what can really hold you up. Because if you, if your foundation's built on, on Jesus and then, you know, you put your job, uh, you put, you know, the money you make and your family and all that on top of that and all of that crumbles, well, guess at the rock bottom, you're hitting Jesus. And guess what? Jesus is pretty good. You know, he, he never fails us and he's, he's always with us. I mean, that's what it's saying. And even the verse you shared, Isaiah, like, uh, I, I, you are mine and, and I've called you by name for I have redeemed you. I'm here with you. I know you. And, and so often we can, if we're not careful, we can put our stock and build our lives on these other things and, and then maybe try to squeeze Jesus or God in somewhere. And then when one thing falls, the whole thing comes crumbling down. So 
Uh, I love that you shared that, man. That's super helpful. And I even had some big takeaways today. So, man, I just want to thank you for, for coming on and, uh, you know, getting on this call from, you know, 500 miles away. I always love catching up with you. And I, I mean, just thank you for your investment in, you know, the young adults, uh, not only in, in the Springfield community and at the point, but just to all the young adults that I know that, that, have been impacted by your life because um, you are a type of person who, you know, doesn't just walk, you know, talk the talk. You walk the walk, and you're a light everywhere you go. And I know you're getting to do that in big ways up there, uh, even in your workforce. So just thank you for that and being a great example. I loved having you on, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate you saying that. I love you guys. Uh, Look forward to being back there soon. I love it. Well, guys, we are wrapping up this series, but continue to tune in for future episodes. We'll be back at it with some more helpful content that we hope will be um, a guide for you as you're navigating your faith journey. But until then, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. 